Rambo. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Why, thank you, Megan. Megan, my name is Amber. Great. That is fantastic. Hi. Hi. Amber, we are in the midst of our catastrophe of Fastiverse, and it is just getting better. Um, today, we are talking about the first rock Fastiverse movie, Fast Five. I mean, I think it's subjective to say whether or not they're getting better. I mean, I know you're going to say they're getting better just because Dwayne Johnson shows up. But, you know, I mean, let's let's leave it for each individual to decide whether or not they're actually getting better. Okay, well, we can say definitively that this is better than two and three, at least. I'm, is it? I don't know. Are we already at the rating section right now? Is that is that how we do this podcast? We just freaking willy nilly? Usually, yeah. I'm what? Hmm? No, you are super rigid about the ratings. Don't even play. <laughs> yeah, I am. Do you want me to do the description this time? I've, I'm I'm really good at it. I've been practicing. You want to? Sure. All right, I I can do the first half. You know, I can be helpful. I can pretend I'm helpful. Megan, I'm helping. Very much so. G- go ahead. Megan, guess what? Uh huh. Okay. Guess what? Uh. Do you want me to guess the entire plot? Is that what you're trying to <laughs> have me say? I mean, it would have been nice if you guessed something. <laughs> um, Amber, how can this movie go on? Because uh, Dominic Toretto is going to be in jail for like this foreseeable future. Yes, of course, this this picks up right where Fast Ampersand Furious left off with Dom about to be rescued by just a whole crew of... of Jordana Brewster, Paul Walker, and his two buddies from the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I can't tell if I'm happier that it picked up right away from where the last one left off, or if I'm a little bit mad that they just kind of like set that up. They could have set that up in the last one and been just hanging out with Dom because they're like, oh yeah, no, that happened. No, 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 no. I think it's perfect because then we get... I'm pretty sure... in all truthfulness, it has been nearly a week, even longer than a week since we actually watched the movie. So this might not be our best recollection episode, but we then get an on the run montage. Yeah. Where, yes, of yes, course, everybody immediately splits up because the heat is going to be extra fiery this time around. Mm-hmm. We just busted a man out of prison after he decided to face the consequences of his actions. And then was like, whoa, consequences, no. And then his family yeah. was like, whoa, consequences, no. Family, yeah. family and cars. We don't do consequences here in the Fast Verse. I know. So on the run, who do we follow? Well, obviously, power couple, Jordana Brewster and Paul Walker. The, the, best, the best of them, Amber. The most charismatic and interesting. It actually kind of reminds me of the montage that was the short film that took place in between one and two, only <laughs> yes, <laughs> better because there, I, I, whatever. So yes, montage of on the lambing it, and then they wind up in Rio with Vince. Vince is back, Megan. Oh, he's back, and he's feeding them because they're hungry, Amber. They are so hungry. Mm-hmm. Tyrese level hungry. Yes, being yeah. on the run is exhausting and starvationing. Hard work. Hard work. work. Thank goodness Vince has been living in Rio and welcomes him into his home and is still alive since the first movie. He's family, but we haven't cared about him for a long time. Uh, Probably because he couldn't drive very well after his arm got all jacked up in that last heist of VCRs. So Vince, seeing how hungry they are, suggests, hey, why don't we make some cash? I got a heist set up. We need drivers. Bing, bang, boom. Who's your boy? It's Vince. Vince is your boy. Mm -hmm. And so you know, power couple that they are, of course, yeah, let's do this. Is Dom going to show up? Nah, we haven't heard from him. He was supposed to meet us here. Whatever, it's no big deal. Train heist of cars. Train heist. With some other individuals who appear shady and seem to have some other agenda going on. Oh my gosh, we're stealing cars from the DEA? What? Doesn't matter. Let's continue doing it. Awesome heist scene. We'll talk about it later. Dom shows up. What? Dom. He sees those guys are shady too. They take the car the shady guys want. Turns out the car is wanted by a drug cartel boss in Rio. And Zizi, our shady friend from the train heist, is working for him. They want a chip in the car. Vince knows about it. That's not great. He's kicked out of the family. Yeah, uh, bye Vince. Then they know the cartel's going to be coming after them. What do they do? Uh Uh-oh, then Hobbs shows up. That's right. Dwayne Johnson as Hobbs makes his debut. 
He shows up. He's tracked them down with the help of a Rio cop. Mm-hmm. The only non-corrupt Rio cop, apparently, and all of Rio. Yes. Played by Elsa Pataki. Mm-hmm. They find them. They attack them. They get free. Dom's crew's on the run. Dom's crew's on the run from two dangerous foes. What do they do? Well, they gotta split up for safety. Oh, wait! Jordana Brewster's pregnant. Apparently, with their whole lambing it montage, they may not have had time to eat, but they did have time to fuck. Uh, and, and they also didn't have the money for birth control. So Exactly. I mean, you gotta... It, it's so sexy to be on the run. Yeah. But it actually isn't... It's, it's actually very conducive to conception. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when a very dangerous drug cartel is after you and a very, very dangerous government official from the DSS, Diplomatic Services? Security Service, yeah. Of course, the Diplomatic Security Service, which basically just means government-sanctioned wet work wherever they want, doing whatever they want. We'll get into that. Report to no one. Essentially, the most dangerous situation this group of friends and family have ever found themselves in. Oh my gosh. And the head sister is pregnant. What do you do? will certainly not get to safety. You do the most dangerous heist you've ever done against a cartel leader while Dwayne Johnson is hunting you. Obviously, Ember, you gotta make your nuts so you can officially, officially be retired. Yeah, that's like, that's they needed new life money. They had a new life, and therefore mm-hmm. they needed new life money. Perfectly logical. When someone gets pregnant, you do the most dangerous shit you've ever done. Yeah, and and the reason that they do it is because she's pregnant. Oh, like, you know that's that's what were, I'm saying. It yeah, is literally no, I know. the pregnancy is the catalyst. We yes. should run. Oh, you're pregnant. Well, we gotta stay. We gotta stay as a family and <laughs> and just do get this money. Super dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Luckily, with a heist, you need a heist crew, and that mm-hmm. means we bring back all the old favorites. We've got Sun Kang's Han. We've got Gal Gadot's Giselle. We've got the boys from the Dominican Republic, Leo and Santos, played by Tego Calderon and Don Omar. We have all the favorites. Luda is back. Tyrese is back. Luda. What's fun is that Dom does not know half of the crew, but he still no. loves them. He still <laughs> loves them like goddamn family. Listen, if they're family to Brian, they're family to Dom. Because Brian's family to Dom, so family of family's family. And he's definitely, definitely family now because he also knocked up Dom's sister. Exactly. He's mm-hmm. he's unprotected sex level family. Yeah. Heist time. Then shit goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel's chasing them the whole time. They're going after the money. They have a whole plan. And we see parts of the plan, but we don't see all the parts of the plan. And then an awesome end scene happens. Lots of fight scenes happen. Lots of run scenes happen. Lots of captures and shootings. Basically, it's gone from underground car racing to like, mm-hmm. this is the pivotal movie when it switches from like car world racing to... Massive heist, gun battles, choreographed, hand-to-hand, fisticuffed fight right. movie. Yep. We're going hardcore action, but still with cars. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna keep the cars. Cars are a big part of it, but it's it's now about an action adventure scenario. There is actually there is a street race that's set up. They don't bother showing it to you. <laughs> no, which which I actually really admired. I thought that was that was pretty. It amusing. felt very tongue in cheek. It's like no no mm-hmm. no 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 no. Don't worry about it. We're not doing it. But we're letting yeah. you know we're not doing it by mm-hmm. acknowledging that we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they just keep getting like newer and newer cars. Oh, we need a different car, and then it just shows up because obviously they want it for pinks. They race for pinks, Amber. Yeah, they race for pinks, and they're best racers, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets what they want, except for the bad guys, and then the good bad guys don't get what they want, but they might get what they want, but they do get what they want, and then everybody's happy, and then they're on a beach, and everything's fine, except Brian still needs to establish who's the faster drive car person. Yeah. The end. Beautiful, Amber. Did I do good? You did good. I didn't. I didn't do good at all, but that's okay. Do you want to hear my summation, Amber? Let's do two summations here. I really do, actually. I really, I'm very interested. Amber, this movie is all about just stealing all the money in the world so that you can just start over your life um, and also being chased by um, Hobbs, as we know and love, DJ, and trying to do a Ocean's Eleven type heist and then scrapping the entire fucking heist and just doing a smash and grab where you drive a safe down um, the streets for a very long time. 
Yeah, it was it was actually it was a literal grab and smash. They, yeah. they grabbed the safe and then smashed so everything. Much. Yeah. And Hobbs definitely like starts out as this um agent who's after them and then does this heel turn where all of a sudden he's on their side and wants to murder all the bad guys. It's more that he's on the side of vengeance. But yes, yes. he is on the side of vengeance. Yeah. That's all right. my summation. I thought that that's beautiful. That's mm-hmm, much you. more succinct than mine was. <laughs> Amber, what did the critics have to say about this movie? Well, Megan, Metacritic has the aggregate of critics at 66 and users at 74. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tomato Meter is at 66 for critics and 83 for the audience. So Ooh, double 66s. Mm-hmm. A um, lot of them mention the runtime, which is pretty long. It's 130 minutes. And they mention physics and the lack of adherence to its laws. And they mention Lynn's direction. Some are really complimentary. Actually, most are probably really complimentary. And some are unhappy with it. But they dislike the movie anyway, so obviously blame the director. Right. Uh, a couple of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Okay, I, I haven't come across this reviewer before. Maybe I just haven't noticed it. But essentially... You know how I feel about one of the New York Times critics. Yes. But this Manola Dargis person, she gave the movie an 80%, and the blurb that they pulled was, In a free-for-all like this, where the laws of gravity and dictates of narrative logic are left to eat dust, it doesn't matter when anything takes place, or why. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. They get it, Megan. They mm-hmm. get it. And it, th- that's an 80% review. That, yeah. exactly, is entertaining. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter why. Half the no. fun is, and, and it, like, I feel like it pairs well with this one, which is a 75% review mm-hmm. from Mike LaSalle. For audiences who think exuberance in movies is more important than sense or logic and who can laugh at a movie and like it at the same time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It is fun to laugh at the ridiculousness of this movie and still like, it's not, it is not a guilty pleasure. We don't do no. guilty pleasures. We just do pleasure mm-hmm. on this podcast. We know that some may think these are stupid, but we don't care. We still love them. And these critics get it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, most the, of the critics actually got it for this one. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is funny because they're just finally on board because now The Rock is in it. Yeah, not much has changed. Yeah, not much is, it's, not much has changed since four, at least. It, it really is just, it's shifted gears from... Uh, you know, car racing underworld. Yeah. <laughs> Shifting gears. I'm so unnecessarily and unconsciously clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could turn it off. Yeah. Now it's it's action heist movie. It's it's a grander scale. Yeah. You've added another very large, muscly man and higher stakes. And so it's more interesting. And I guess that, that makes sense. It, it has a larger appeal. And I, I also think more of a familiarity like people are are accustomed to dealing with action movies of this level and they just happen to be like heavy on the car use right yeah i think that makes sense that makes sense and it it is somewhat less narratively okay no narratively it's still pretty ridiculous but i mean it it is it probably is a better constructed movie Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i would say so even though they really do the entire middle part of the movie is pointless it's absolutely pointless and that's actually one of the reasons why i love it so much yeah there's well we'll, we'll talk about it but yes it, it is <laughs> it's everything they show you everything. all of this this careful preparation and the the ocean it, it, it's like watching watching oceans 11 mm-hmm. and, yes. and you know there's a twist at mm-hmm. the end of yep. oceans 11 <laughs> The, where where everything you saw, but it, it's still built to this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it gave right. you all the pieces and then gave you an aha moment of, oh, oh, didn't go the way you thought it would. Now, imagine you watched <laughs> all of Ocean's Eleven, but in the end, they just blew up the casino. Yeah. My, my and then, was... like, swept the money off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> my my version of that was going to be, and George, George Clooney punches the guy straight in the face and just... <laughs> Takes his wallet. <laughs> Basically, yes. Actually, yes. Mm-hmm. That is funnier and better. I should have let you talk first. <laughs> yes. Instead of robbing the fucking casino, he just walks up to Garcia, punches mm-hmm. him in the face, and mugs him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is. And you just... Like, and Brad Pitt's just standing there going, what the fuck? 
And then they're on a beach at the end. Yeah, and then he grabs Julia Roberts, impregnates her, and they go to a beach. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And he challenges Brad Pitt to a race. And, and eat off? Yeah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. That's 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 pretty solid. Well done, yeah. Megan. Thank you. Yeah, critics. I'm good with it. 66% is solid for this movie. I don't think it needs to be reviewed better than that. I think that is exactly what it what it deserves. And the only reason we're doing it is because we are caught up in the maelstrom of this catastrophe. Yes. And it's a rock movie. so it It's also a, a rock movie, so we have to do it. Right. It doesn't just get a pass. We are contractually obligated to mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's going to be real rough for some of them. I don't think I want to watch him be the tooth fairy. Uh, yeah, I know. That's future us's problem. Ah, uh, yes. That dumb bitch. She doesn't know what's coming. Yeah. Wait, she does, because she's me. Oh. No, womp womp. Moving on. Yes. Let's start off, Amber. Let's start off with just the first scene. The first scene, we are saving Dom from um the prison bus. And we do it by flipping the fucking bus end over end I don't know, 35 times and literally, literally murdering everybody in it. Yeah, what what you're saying is essentially the 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 breakout is just murdering everyone and hoping the one dude that you want to survive does just based on I guess muscle mass and mm-hmm. and and grit. Yeah. And this is a bus. There's there are no seatbelts. The driver might be wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, they're all very dead or very injured gravely injured mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's there's a lot in these movies that like everybody's dead you're ju- you just murdered everybody on that road wow, yeah, these dead. these are considered like essentially family-friendly action right they're, P- they're pg-13 mm-hmm. yeah so much death Im- not, not even necessarily implied death is a lot of people die a lot of people are dead but we don't show it it's, at least it's not bloody. We don't see any decapitations and there are no breasticles or butts. Mm-hmm. And we don't say the F word. So family friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do see lots of breasticles and butts, but they are covered by a very thin layer of fabric. They're covered enough for it not to be mm-hmm. indecent, Megan. Because yeah. as you know, the human body is sinful. Yeah. Yes, and grotesque. Not like murdering a bunch of people. Especially women's bodies. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Women's bodies are just, oof. I mean, showing those should be illegal, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's beyond the pale for me, Megan. Yeah. But I am cool watching a bus be crushed like a tin can with a bunch of humans in it. It's just... I mean, it... I am cool with that. I'm, I'm, But I'm not serious about the whole nudity thing. I think it's very silly to think that nudity <laughs> should be rated R. It's just bodies. Yep. Agreed. Women's bodies are not, um, yeah. They are not that you have worse to... than watching somebody rip a man's head off. No, no. Or, or bloodlessly stab them through the heart in front of their oh children. Oh my god. <laughs> you mean with a nano knife? I, with, with anything. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I am thinking Anthony Hopkins is seen in that, yeah, in red too. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, there are so many things you're allowed to do on screen on a PG-13 moving that, that are so much more horrific in the fact that they are in any way horrific as compared to (gasps) i saw her boob yeah absolutely i have boobs two of them i see them Mm -hmm. all the time and i'm not offended you mean you're not scandalized every time you catch a glimpse in the mirror only if i want to be megan oh my (laughs) so so the flips in this movie the car and bus flips in this movie and all the fast diverse movies um Almost always, the the our faves come out without a fucking scratch. Like, Dom is not in fucking traction for the rest of this movie, which is kind of hysterical. No, he's good. He's ready yeah. to play. Mm-mm. He's ready to yeah. go on the lam. It's, it's not fucking mentioned. No. Why would it be? Yeah. I mean, point. it's just a car crash. They're mm-hmm. they, essentially, it's like watching a Marvel movie, but their only superpower is... Uh. Precision driving and an inability to be harmed so long as the violence was car-based or related. I like this, Amber. Thank you. I like this this thought very much. It's it's a very specific superpower. Mm -hmm. Car-related invulnerability. 
they're hit by a car, if they're in a car, if a car hits something that then hits them, it's fine. It's cool. As long as a car was involved, nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. But Vince, Vince gets shot. No cars were nearby. Ipso facto, Vince is dead. Yeah. Ah, Vince. I mean, before, he was hanging from a truck by his arm for Mm -hmm. a very long time. Yeah. Like, being shot at with a shotgun. Exactly. He's fine. Yeah. Because car related. Mm hmm. And also, Dom has car related clairvoyance. That is also his extra superpower. Well, because Dom is the extra character. Like, Dom has all of the things. He's the leader. He needs the extra special abilities, you know? Professor X. He's Mm -hmm. the Iron Man. He's the Lion O. Yes. I've decided Thundercats, because, you know, mm-hmm. he gets the special sword. I mean, the other the other cats are great. They're cool, but they don't have the special sword. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get to say Thundercats ho. Oh, man. Such a, so sad for them. So, yes. Lots of car violence. Everybody's fine, though. I dig the everybody getting back together. We have to figure things out. Oh, no, they're going to come for us. There's a chip and there's Hobbs and oh, everything's scary. Well, what do we do? Obviously, heist. Ocean's Eleven style. Mm-hmm. So they do the, <laughs> again, it's, once again, they do an Ocean's Eleven thing, but it winds up being meaningless. Like, oh, we're going to uh-huh. need a team. We're going to need wall punchers. And it shows Leo and Santos, mm-hmm. the, the Dominican Republic's smash and grab explosive experts. They're like, okay, we're going to bring those in for wall punching. We need a fast talker. Well, obviously, that's Tyrese's Roman. We mm-hmm. need a guy who can blend in. I guess that's Sun Kang's Han? That that's yep. that's who they showed me. We need a utilities and weapons expert. That's Gal Gadot's G- Giselle riding in on a motorcycle like a badass. Yep. And then we need two precision drivers. And you just see Paul Walker and Vin Diesel looking at each other as they themselves <laughs> just... say it. And it's just it's like we need the two dreamiest, handsomest, manliest drivers <laughs> that ever existed. Most muscly, smartest. But you know what else they need? Someone who can apparently create a. Uh, facsimile of a police station and set up cameras and purchase cameras and monitor the cameras and be a computer Mm -hmm. expert and hack into systems and they don't mention that apparently jordana brewster can do all that yes uh uh-huh she doesn't get mentioned in this oceans 11 style rundown of who we're gonna need i guess because they already have her but they don't like they mention the fact that they need two precision drivers drivers, and they're the ones fucking saying it why don't they mention that jordana brewster is also going to be probably the most essential person there Mm -hmm. yep and then none of the people actually seem to do the job that they are intended to do or if they do (laughs) it winds up being wholly pointless Mm -hmm. for example our fast talker tyrese has some unpleasant choice lines in this movie. I think the first thing that he says once he shows up for the job is to look at Gal Gadot, say, nice legs, what time do they open? Oh, yeah. Girl's <sighs> uh, luckily, her response is the same time I pull this trigger while she holds a gun to his head. And then she asks him, probably rhetorically, if, she'd like to, if he'd still like her to open her legs. A little bit later, when they're discussing the heist and how much money each person's going to get, he finds out everybody gets $11 million dollars. What does that prompt him to say, Megan? Well, Amber, it prompts him to say that will buy him a lot of vaginal activity. A whole lot of vaginal activity. Which Ooh. is totally a phrase that people say all the time. With that is human a human faces. person phrase. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not at all disgusting. Um, Moving on. His mm-hmm. sole fast talking credit. Oh my god. They need to get a box of evidence into the Rio police station. Mm -hmm. They don't explain why beforehand, but you just know that the evidence needs to be interred there. Tyrese shows up and he makes it seem as though he needs to be the one to put it in this special secure location. And he pushes and he pushes and he pushes to the point of it being super suspicious, you know, with his special fast talking abilities. Mm -hmm. At first he thinks it's going to go fine because there was a woman at the desk. But then they traded off with a man because the woman didn't speak English. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Tyrese's oh, no. special brand of being gross to woman isn't going to work on yep. this man. Finally, he gives up the box and walks away without getting showed back to the secure area. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, it was a remote control fucking car with a camera mounted on it that was going to be remotely used to search out and map the vault. He didn't need to go back there. He just needed no. the box to be brought back there. What Which- the ever-loving yeah. fuck. 
the, the his bullshit would have made me search that box to make sure there weren't like explosives fucking in it. It was so damn suspicious. Yeah. Oi. And then Han's ability to blend in. Mm-hmm. It it he's Gal Gadot goes with him to observe Reyes. They need his palm print because the vault has a special palm print lock. Mm-hmm. And Han's like, oh man, how are we gonna do this? I don't know if my blending in skills are gonna work. Gal Gadot's like, that's because you're a man. Specifically, what Gal Gadot says to Han is, you're forgetting one thing. He's a man. And then she takes off her wrap and she's wearing a bikini and she saunters over to Reyes's secured VIP area and immediately gets in, gets allowed in because mm-hmm. hot woman. And yep. then he immediately places his entire hand on her ass cheek. Right. Oh, Han was useless in this scene. Yeah. Uh, and man, that's the, that's the print they need, Amber. That's the print they need. Yeah, it makes zero sense because he's like rubbing her butt, which would just get rid of all really the fingerprints. Really smear it. Really smear and it. And you can't take fingerprints off mm-hmm. a bathing suit. But anyway. And then she brings, they. she and Han bring back the bathing suit bottom to Han, like Luda and Tyrese. Because so, they, they also didn't mention the fact that they're going to need somebody who can do everything else that they also haven't mentioned. Like lift a fingerprint off of mm-hmm. a bathing suit or handprint off of a bathing suit, and also understand, like, Luda apparently has intimate knowledge of vaults, and vault hacking, Mm -hmm. and computer systems, and basically anything that they need information on, Luda knows about it, and how to deal with it, and can make things for it, and he's, he's the magic wizard man. Yep. You you know, this happens a few times in this movie, and not just with Luda, but with the other characters, and they explain it away, by multiple times them saying, well, I had a life before I knew you. It's like, so Tej was a vault constructor? and Don't worry about it. And Jordana Brewster was a IT person? I don't, yeah. yeah in between serving tuna sandwiches mm-hmm. and watching her brother work on cars, she also has an IT computer science degree. Yeah. Oh, From okay. the NSA, apparently. Yeah, exactly. The worst part of, of this scene is, is she's handing over the bikini bottom is that Tyrese and then Luda very specifically want to know if he uh. just patted her ass or really got in there and grabbed a cheek. Because yeah. funny. Because, yeah. Am I fine with her using her sexuality to cut a man into doing the things she wants because he's a gross man and obviously he's going to grab her ass? Sure. Mm-hmm. Fine. But then having her go home to her team and who also are gross? And have them also be gross. And, like, Tyrese has already sexually harassed her in the workplace. Because this is a workplace, Megan. Yes, it is. They're a team. Um, so, okay. So, Hobbs is brought in because they, the um, the DSS, Amber, they think that Dom killed the DEA agents on the original train heist. Oh, yeah. That train heist is cool. Yeah, that train heist is cool. Um, yeah. You want to talk about the train heist, Amber? I mean, we we can mention the train heist. Mm-hmm. Like they have their drivers, and yep. then they have a special truck with a flatbed on it, and mm-hmm. then they have the train. And so some of them are on the train, and and then they go back to where the cars are, and then they find the keys. And then you're like, okay, but you're still on a train car on a train that's moving really fast. What is going to happen? What are you going to do? Oh, oh, oh! They are welding open the side of that container car and uh, here's the flatbed bed mm-hmm. and then they sort of attach the flatbed to the moving train and so they're driving along and then they slide the cars yeah, one got, by like, one winches. onto the flatbed yeah. bed and then lower the flatbed and one of the drivers just like takes off into the desert with the car and of course you have that scene where Jordana Brewster and Paul Walker are just standing there as the train is getting welded open like a tin can, and then punk, it falls, and somehow doesn't completely destroy the flatbed truck. Murder everybody who's on the flatbed? Yeah, right? But guess who's on the flatbed unexpectedly? Dom walks through. Yes. Vin Diesel. Oh, that's right, he's here. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the whole, the Reyes is drug henchman wants the one specific car and dom's like nah sister's taking that they are not fucking subtle about it like they they they're very concentrated on that one car and if they had any chill at all they would not have um you know shown their hand that they wanted that car come on yeah exactly 
And then Jordana Brewster has no chill because Dom like surreptitiously says, okay, no, we're going to do something different with this car. And she immediately heads in the wrong direction. Like she could have at least pretended she was going. Right? Like it would have yeah. meant that those DEA agents wouldn't have been dead. Exactly. Well, and yeah. And so the DEA agents, they notice them on the train, like the, the, Jordana Brewster and Paul Walker notice, like, oh, shit, there's DEA agents on this train. They're like, oh, shit, these cars have been fucking seized by the government. Mm-hmm. Well, we're here, so let's just keep doing it. And then the DEA agents show up, and they come back, and they're like, oh, stop taking the cars. And then, of course, Reyes's henchman, ZZ, shoots them. And then, yes, Hobbs gets brought in because they assume that it was Dom's team that did the DEA murdering thing. Right. Yeah. And what's most important mm-hmm. is that when... Doubt is thrown onto whether or not Dom's team actually committed this murder because it's not really their MO. And then yeah. Elsa Pataki, Elena, the Rio local cop that Hobbs enlists to help them with their search for Dom's crew, is also like, I don't think they did it either. And she actually meets Vin Diesel's character because he comes back for the cross that he drops when he's being chased and he doesn't kill her. And she's like, no, I don't think he did it. And The Rock's character... He's fucking hard ass. He's like fire and brimstone, Old oh, Testament. Yeah. He doesn't care if they did it or not. Yeah, no, he comes in like serious Tommy Lee Jones from the Fugitive Vibes with outhouse, I outhouse. Don't... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like absolutely. And then he also is like, essentially, I don't care if they're guilty or not. Um, I'm here to get them. Not a phone call more. Not a fuck. Bullet less. Not a bullet less. Yeah. Not one word more, not one bullet less. Yep. We get a name, we take them out. Yep. It's, we don't think. We don't think, we just get our we prey. We just murder. Yeah. Oh, okay. We Okay, this is not about investigation, this is just about no, government-sanctioned right murder. Yeah, I find it's not my, not my position to question. So meanwhile, while DJ's hunting them... Um, the team that they put together, they find out um, where all the cameras in are. They find out the, where the vault is. It's in the police station. There's um, cameras all around. So they're like trying to find faster and faster cars that can like do this circuit in the police station, like parking lot without being seen by the cameras. And they've like got this whole setup and they like running faster and faster. They start to like hint at Tokyo drifting Um but yeah, like they're doing this whole Ocean's Eleven thing, trying to get better and better. You get a really good montage of it. And Amber, it turns out that they can't find a car that will go fast enough to, uh, you know, not be caught by these cameras. So they scrap that entire fucking thing that they've spent the last, I don't know, 20 minutes doing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because and multiple somebody... street races acquiring fast cars. Yes. And because one of them says invisible cars and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, let's get some police cars and they won't notice that we're driving around in the police station. What did you say? Invisible what? cars? Say that again? Oh, my goodness. Police station? Police cars? Oh, my God. I'm a genius. Yep. And then they go. So... They go and they steal four police cars. And then, of course, they're at a red light all lined up. They've got the four of the exact same cars, Amber. And so because they're lined up, they can't help it. They have to have a, you know, mini race amongst themselves. Yeah, they are not in the middle of being hunted by a very dangerous government agent who's already found them, I don't know, two or three times and certainly not being hunted by a very, very, very dangerous criminal who seems to own the entire police force of Rio. Yes, do do your street race. And have just stolen four police cars literally out of the police, like, parking lot. It is time to get zany, Megan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. And they bet money from their future winnings, so they bet, like, a million bucks. Yeah, and of course... What we haven't mentioned is that the entire reason all of Reyes's money is stored in a vault in the police station, it, it, not just because he owns the police and, and, of course, they'll let him use his vault for his vast $100 million fortune. No, it's because the chip in the car that his henchman originally really wanted and that Jordana Brewster eventually took, mm-hmm. and it had the locations of all of his money stash houses. Mm-hmm. Vince knew it was important. Yep. Knew that was the main goal. And so he gets ostracized because he put everybody at risk by having them do this job. Right. He eventually comes back and saves Jordana's rooster's life. And then he gets welcomed back into the fold because family and then he dies. It's Mm -hmm. fine. 
So with armed with this knowledge of these multiple stash houses and these hundred million dollars of money that's that's located scattered around Rio, mm-hmm. they hit one. Yep. They go in with masks and guns. Yep. And it's very mm-hmm. efficient. They 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 take it down. All of the people inside the stash house are kneeling down. Reyes's henchman Zizi from the train heist happens to be there. They take the money. They pile it all in the center, and then they light it on fire. Yes. They really fucking like Joker that shit. And then they take their masks off mm-hmm. yep. to let them know that it's them. Yeah. I, why the mask then? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The point of burning the money was to get them to then put it all in one location so they could steal it all at once because I guess that's easier and, and there's less risk involved. They didn't know, of course, it would wind up at the police station. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't stealing it have accomplished the same thing? Yeah. And weren't they poor? Like, so poor that Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster were ravenous and having unprotected sex. Yeah. Like, where did they then get the money? I mean, we know they raced for pinks, but mm-hmm. where did they get the money to buy a replica vault, buy replica cameras, like, do you buy all of these computer buy a equipment? Buy warehouse to do buy all a this shit in. I mean, where I did think that what, money come from? Yeah, what you don't see is they um, raced for pinks for, like... Six 80 cars. months. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then they sold those cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of course. Duh. Yes. Of course. I'm so sorry. Amber, there are some really um, fun quotes in this movie. Like when, you know, when when DJ's doing the whole, like, every uh, doghouse, henhouse, you know, um, scene, he, he ends with saying, and one more thing. Never, ever let them get into cars. <laughs> it's such a dumb, dumb thing to say. It was, it, it shifted from the fugitive to gremlins. <laughs> so never, yes. ever let them eat after midnight. Yeah. Um, there's also one other scene I wanted to hit where um, Hobbs finds them at the uh, street race before they street race. And... Uh, he comes in with his team and he says, you know, you're under arrest. And Dom says, I don't feel like I'm under arrest. Yeah, that was that was a really good, like, looks clear pitch black yes. style moment. It's like, yeah. and yet I don't feel like I'm under arrest. And it gives that little Vin Diesel, like, half smile, like, you know, slight quirk. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't feel like I'm under arrest. <laughs> How about you, Brian? No, not a bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> uh yeah anyway that's of course because all of the street racers around them do not like cops and all Mm -mm. have guns yep so they're outnumbered a lot and Hobbs has to go yes what's important is that Hobbs finds them multiple times thus proving his tracking acumen right that's very important and they wildly escape them multiple times proving their driving slash fugitive slash just awesomeness acumen Mm -hmm. yep uh, there is, of course, the completely essential scene of Vin Diesel and gotta. Dwayne Johnson just slamming each other into things. Gotta have it, Amber. Just gotta. Just destroying a room. Just mm-hmm. destroying a room using each other's bodies as blunt instruments. Yes. Trade blow for blow, too. Like... Absolutely blow. Nobody gets the upper hand until Vin Diesel's character at the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. And- <laughs> And Hobbs' team was, like, just letting it fucking happen. Just, oh, Hobbs told them to. Yeah. Hobbs told them to let them let it happen. And so it played out. And then Vin Diesel gets the upper hand. It's, they're just standing around. Like, their guns mm-hmm. are not pointed. Vin Diesel no. gets a hold of a wrench. The wrench, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Emblematic so. of the first Fast, Fast and Furious movie. Right. If you remember correctly, the first, the only time apparently he went to prison was when he nearly beat a guy to death with a wrench. Mm-hmm. The guy who killed his dad. Yes, exactly. Origin mm-hmm. story, Batman yes. style. He gets mm-hmm. this wrench. He can murder Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Instead, he just slams the ground next to him to let him know he could have murdered him, but he, he chose not to. Yeah. Because that's the kind of man he is, Megan. Mm-hmm. Threatening. So, Hobbs wins. He's got the guys. He's, he's got Dom's crew. It's time mm-hmm. to take him back to the U.S. for extradition. I guess we're not going to straight murder them. That seems very up, up and up and, mm-hmm. you know... Like he, like he appreciates his quarry enough not to just shoot them in the back. Yep, yep. So they're all in this uh, convoy together, Amber. It's a convoy, Megan. Uh-oh, that's a rocket launcher. Rut-row. <laughs> Reyes has found them. Mm-hmm. Hobbs' entire team is murdered. Just 
murdered. But thankfully, because this is car-related violence, Mm -hmm. none of Dom's crew dies. They are totally fine. Yep. Oh, that's the other reason why you should never let them get in cars. It's not just because they're really good drivers. Mm. It's because it makes them invulnerable. They're invincible when they're in... Yeah, good point, Ember. Yeah. Although Vince made the mistake of being outside the car at some point and got got shot. It's very sad. There's there's a touching moment where Vin promises to take care of Vince's family. Vince has married a local woman Mm -hmm. and sired a child. Yes. But don't worry. Vince's family. Mm -hmm. Which means those two are family. So she'll be taken care of. She'll totally be taken care of with the stolen drug money that they still don't have. But don't worry, they will have it because they have cars. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. After Hobbs' entire team is murdered, he, of course, completely loses focus, does not care about bringing Dom's team back in, and instead really, 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 really wants to murder Reyes. Yeah. Not capture him, not bring him to justice. Well, I suppose it's a form of justice. Yep. So, of course, he teams up with Vin Diesel. Exactly. Elena, while she's guarding uh, Dom's team and Hobbs's whole team is getting shot outside, decides to let them go and and give them guns. Oh, and yeah, so, that moment is great. And so Dom's team actually saves DJ's life, which means that they're free to team up together, at least until they murder Reyes. Dude, yeah. <laughs> just, I think it's Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster just in the back of the real cop's car. She's just mm-hmm. like, set us free. You, we can help. Yeah, uh-huh. and she does, and she does, and arms them, and arms them. Well, you can't mm-hmm. help without guns, Megan. No, that's true. This, of course, leads us to the final scene: the oh, carefully so planned heist. Good. I fucking love this shit so much. I, you know what? If you're gonna throw out half of the movie, like, fantastic. I'm into it. The scenes there's, that there's we still got some some solid planning that goes oh, into this. I love, it's just none I love... of the planning that we witnessed. Mm-mm. Yeah, none of the planning we witnessed, and now we're into something completely different. But I loved watching the planning before. I love that all they fucking do now is like literally drive their um the cop cars that they took and then painted matte black. They don't blend in anymore. They're not like, invisible cars anymore. What the anymore. fuck? What is they happening? They murdered out the police cruisers yeah. so that they would not look like police cruisers. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's so stupid. And then they they just ram a vehicle into where the vault is stored. Yeah. Yep. I, was it DJ's like Hummer thing? That... I think it, yes. It was like his yeah. massive armored Hummer thing. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they... They touch. Well, Amber, you got to have the two handsomest drivers doing their handsome driver shit. Uh, as a team. As, as a, a team. team. Oh, yes. They, they, they don't open the vault, Amber. They just attach the fucking vault to Vin and Brian's car and they just drive off with the fucking thing. Oh, yeah. A oh, vault yes, the size do. of a room, Amber. Like, yes, they do. Yes. Yes, they do. They drive oh. it. Through the streets. Through the streets. Awesome things happen. Smashy, smashy murder things happen. It doesn't at this matter point, that anyone is following them because they have a vault. Yeah. At this point, as we're watching the movie, I am just fucking cackling because I forgot this scene was in this movie. And, uh, oh, man. Oh, it's so it's, good. It's the dumbest thing. It's and so it makes me so dumb. happy. It goes on for a good long time. So long. I just... Brian and Vin doing precision driving and smashing with this vault that is attached to the back of their cars. Like at this, one point, one of them has to go in reverse and push it. And well, the other yes. one, it's just yes. great. And then they're they, about to be caught. So of course, mm-hmm. Vin's like, cut loose, Brian. And Brian cut loose. And then it's just Vin with the vault. Was Oh, shit. Oh, it's a flail now. He has turned it into <laughs> yeah. a flail. He's, they, they somehow discover how to use it precisely as a weapon like this thing is like going through like um banks and storefronts like like the the vault should have been painted red with the fucking blood by the end of this from all the smashing it has done into people pulverizing of like men women and children and non-binary folks and whoever is around once Paul Walker has cut loose and Dom can finally cut loose himself. He then drives at Reyes's people and, yeah, just uses the, the vault at the end of his car as a precision weapon to crush them. Just 
just crush them, just crush them so, so hard until he is stopped and is, Reyes is, is injured, but Zizi's up and running and he's going to kill Dom. But oh no, Brian came back, even though he'd been told to leave. And then he shoots and murders Zizi. This is the second time that he's murdered for Dom. That's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it's it's it a is. good symmetry there. Reyes is fine. Reyes can still be brought to justice. Oh, here comes the rock. Oh, he just shot Reyes in the head without looking at him. Cool. Oh, he doesn't even look as he double taps Reyes. Oh, yeah, no. It's 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 a very signature thing for this character. Mm-hmm. He, he likes to do, like, intense talking to someone he's not looking at while looking mm-hmm. very intently at someone else. And so yes. this was very casual. The no-look double tap of, like, well, he's having a conversation with other people. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, I'm done with you. Boop, boop. I've done what I needed to do. Yep. <laughs> And avenged my team. And that I have avenged my team. And then um Hobbs so so nicely um gives because because of their companionship and their 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 vengeful revenge that they've done together, Hobbs says he will give Dom and Brian twenty four hours. But the vault has to stay with him. Shit. Indeed. He also Fuck. suggests that they make peace with whatever demons they've got <laughs> yeah, left. That was that was seen too much for huh? this movie. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that was that was a little intense. <laughs> You've got twenty four hours. This, you know I can't let you go, you two go. I ain't made that way. You've got twenty four hours. Make peace with whatever demons you've got left. <laughs> Pray to your gods. Okay. Yeah, and then they have to leave the vault behind. Womp womp. Yeah. Except Oh, Amber. It was a shell game. A shell game. Remember remember back to when they purchased another fucking vault? I do. I do remember that. Do you also remember when they acquired a, a trash truck? Because I don't. Because they didn't no, show that. No, nobody. But that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garbage mm-hmm. truck is fine. So yeah, we, we see a scene where the rest of the team who was not involved in the let's use a vault as a mobile weapon. Fucking flail. They there's a moment, a quick moment, where Vin Diesel and Brian bring the vault under an underpass. There, the garbage truck is waiting with their team. They transfer out the the practice vault for the full vault, mm-hmm. and then go back on their merry, murderous, painted red with the blood of innocence way. Yes. Yeah. And now they have their 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 no longer running money. Their their start a new life money. They're yep. they're running eight freedom money. Yeah. Um, we also get a scene of Hobbs like thinking about it after he's let Brian and Dom go and he goes over to the vault and he opens it because he can't. Op- I don't know why he's able to open it. Um, he <laughs> should have taken the- also grabbed his ass. <laughs> I was thinking he could have just used his Reyes dead hand. Oh, that's true. He does have um, Reyes's fucking limp corpse there. He probably yeah. yeah ripped his hand off with his bare hands. Really just Hobbs slapped and, it. Yeah, Hobson Shaw that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he opens it and it's empty. And oh man, Amber, he just gives a smirk. He yeah keep- yeah. Oh no, those those rascals. Those little rascals and their demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then we get two end scenes. We get get the mm-hmm. the end before the credits scene right. of Letty or not Letty. Amber, you ruined it. <gasps> Mia mm-hmm. visibly pregnant on the beach with Brian. Dom mm-hmm. shows up with Elena. Ooh. Ooh, Rio Cop has decided to go on the lamb with Dom yes. because I mean, it's Vin Diesel. It's Vin Diesel. Come on. And then Brian, apparently not satisfied with the whole, we each have $11 million and we've escaped to a non-extradition gorgeous country and my pregnant wife is now safe. Mm -hmm. No, he needs to know who's the better driver. So he challenges Dom to a no stakes race. Yep. Just to see who's better. Good to know. Nothing has changed. And then we have an end credits scene Uh with Hobbs getting intel from a convoy heist in Berlin. Uh We've got, yeah, Eva Mendez is back briefly. Eva Mendez makes a very brief reappearance to give this intel to DJ. And, oh, it's a picture of Letty. <gasps> and it was only taken a week ago, Amber. What? What? Letty's alive and heisting military convoys in Berlin? That seems Apparently. weird. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And that is Fast Six. No. <laughs> Fast Five, good work. And that is Fast Five. 
Amber, what would you give this movie on the rock scale? Gritable, outstanding, craze balls, or K? I would say that this is craze balls with mm-hmm. a couple of outstanding moments, predominantly yeah. vault car murder scene. Absolutely a cray. This is this is craze balls. Like out of out of what we've watched so far in the Fastiverse, this this is my favorite. Um, it's just it goes over the top, ridiculous. They are having fun with it. Um, they've got some just wild scenes. I mean, so um, we've now had car versus car in in the first movie. There was car versus truck. Um, we're now um, car versus um, train. Uh, I think that's where we're at right now. We'll just keep we'll we'll keep a running tally about car versus what. Oh, we, we, don't worry, Megan. We've also had car versus boat. Come on, how could you forget that? Oh, of course, car versus boat. Fast, Ugh, fast, duh. too fast, too furious. Yeah, I eliminated that movie from my brain. Yeah, crazy balls with some outstanding bits for sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Megan, do an Abby story. So, Amber, um, Abby is here, which is very exciting. Um, and we were out for a walk, and um, she was pretending to be a teacher, and there was, like, this little sign that she was looking at, and she was pretending it was, like, her teacher desk, and she was telling things to the students. Um, and a little bit later, she came, um, she came over to me, and I asked her um, – how her I asked teacher how her day was and she said pretty good except there was an ant on my sign but besides that good (laughs) so besides the fact that she saw an ant on her sign it was a good day as a teacher I kind of downgraded it quite a bit I mean it was Uh it was good I mean it's it's kind of fine there was an ant so you know how that goes ruined everything you, you know how ants do yeah megan yes amber since i did the description at least Mm -hmm. i did the description first yep you can do recommendation first megan megan Megan, yes megan do you have a recommendation oh i do hey so um uh black lives matter i would like to just make that a statement um so our podcast is fucking dumb and um you know it's supposed to be fun so i hope it is but um yeah i there are a lot of really good podcasts um out there that um aren't dumb aren't dumb i'm gonna recommend two minority corner that's corner with a k and uh code switch um the first is a maximum fun podcast the second is an npr podcast and um they have um podcast hosts of color who um talk about more current event stuff you know much better than i can do and it's very important for people to pay attention to the fucked up shit that i was gonna say is going on right now but has you know been going on forever in this country because we have institutional institutionalized racism and it's um just kind of all fucked and think about um donating think about um you know donating to bail people out of jail who are protesting think about donating to black lives matter think about talking like hey white people fucking talk to your um family members and friends who are just talking shit now um and you know Talking to people who you know is better than like just tweeting into a void. It's and it's important. Like white people need to f- step step the fuck up right now. And um, yeah, there's a whole cascade of things that can happen if we're not responsible and careful right now. And so, if you choose to protest, do so mindfully. Um, and if you don't choose to protest, then there are many other things you can do. Like Megan said. Talking to your own family members or friends, people who don't think the way that you do about issues of race, people who would say things like all lives matter or blue lives matter. It behooves you, especially if you're a white person, to have those conversations, even if they are uncomfortable, because you should not put it all on people of color to make those conversations happen and to be 
the ones who are eloquent and well-read and well-researched and compassionate and patient. Like it's already a full-time job. So if you can take off some of that burden and have some of those person-to-person conversations, that really can push the needle a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I agree with you, Megan. Yeah. And have those uncomfortable conversations. Like it's the fucking least you can do. Yep. Uh, Amber, do you have a recommendation? Yeah, now that you've had a serious thought, let's mm-hmm. come over to Amber's Corner, where serious thinking rarely happens. Mm-hmm. What have I got today? Okay, I've been watching the Orville. Don't watch it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's not entertaining me. I don't know why I'm watching it. I, I guess you know, it, it's sort of like eating junk food that you don't even like the taste of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's sort of like I want something on that I don't have to pay attention to, but it seems sort of self-defeating to have something i don't want to pay attention to on Mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm doing but while i'm watching it i'm thinking of things i'd rather be watching and that brings me watching those things (laughs) because this is this is i'm not going to put on something as delightful as galaxy quest in the Mm -hmm. background if i'm going to put on galaxy quest i'm going to watch galaxy quest because it is a delightful sci-fi send-up of star trek like shows it's a movie starring Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, Daryl Mitchell, Enrico Colantoni. I mean, it's got a fantastic cast. Yes. Justin Long even makes an appearance. It's early in his career because this is, I think, like a 99 movie. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Tim Allen, Alan Rickman, Sigourney Weaver, and Tony Shalhoub are all members of a Star Trek-style show that had a very short run, ended very abruptly, but they have since made their careers doing, like, con circuits. Some of them are more into the fan culture than others, and some of them are kind of clinging to it a little bit more than others, Tim Allen being that guy, because, of course, he was the charismatic captain. During a con, he is actually brought to an actual spaceship by an actual alien culture that found their historical documents, meaning they saw the reruns of the show, believed them to be real, and then modeled their culture after them. They're in real trouble from another militaristic alien race that wants this magical item that they've created based on schematics from the television show. Nobody knows what it does because the show was canceled before they actually found out what it could do. Mm -hmm. They bring Tim Allen and his crew on board to help them. Of course, they're just actors. Hilarity ensues, but it's also kind of sweet and cute. It's this great, it's sort of what I feel like the Orville is trying to be and just doesn't work for me. I'm sure other people like it because it's had multiple seasons, but it seems sort of a combination of a parody satirical send-up, but also an homage. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's a lot of deep affection for these these sci-fi shows and, yes. and these Star Trek-style shows. And at the same time, like, a level of ridiculousness when you take a step back and think about the fact that these are people acting in this, you know, rabid fan culture. And what if rabid fan culture was alien, believed it was true, and decided to model their entire civilization after it? Mm-hmm. Yes. All of the people in it are really great. Alan Rickman is fantastic. And yeah, it's it's really fun. It's a great little movie. It's a good, like, hey, my brain needs a break from thinking serious thoughts about coronavirus and, you know, more terrible things that happen to black communities. So, hey, come to Amber. Come to your friend Amber and get that brain candy. Watch Galaxy Quest. Excellent. Delightful, Amber. It's a great movie. Yes, thank you. I know. Oh. Um... Amber, I would like to end how I always end. Which is to say, if it weren't for the rocks in its bed, the stream would have no song. Please stop making me hate you. You said you didn't want any more DJ quotes, so... We find ourselves back here, Amber. Now you're saying that I'm making you make me hate you. Yes, I am. It's an Ouroboros of this is all my fault. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so Bye, Megan. Bye, Amber. <laughs>